Welcome to Fright Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's got Mars. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. What's up? Hello. Hey, the Jersey hey. Ghouls are here with our special ghoul, guest ghoul. Guest ghoul. Guest yeah. ghoul, Nate, is joining us. We're going to do a quick episode today. Yeah, a little mini uh, impromptu. On, yeah, a little impromptu. We actually just filmed a YouTube video yep. and had a little downtime, decided to watch Phantasm, and thought it was so incredible that we... <laughs> That's one word to describe Well, it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. No, but we thought, it's you know enjoyable. what? enjoyable. It, no, it was. It was an enjoyable film. So we said, hey, let's let's do a little little quick, little quick. It's going to be a little shorter than our normal podcast. But we're going to just kind of yeah, chat. Yeah, just kind of chat about it. Because you, I have to be honest, though. Had I not watched it with the both of you and kind of Mystery Science Theater did, I don't know that I would have had as much fun as I, I did right then and there. That, yeah, that was absolutely helpful. Because, yeah, at, at times I was just... Yeah. Yeah, I, I got to say, I haven't seen it since... Oh, probably like college days. Yeah. Oh, so I forgot early, early. a lot of what happened and what went on. So it was a nice refresher to see. Speaking of, why don't I synopse this for everybody? <laughs> I'm gonna synopse it. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for. I'm gonna synopsize. I'm gonna I'm gonna synopsize. Yeah, give us yours. I love right. yours. I live for your synops- okay. synopses. Yeah. So we we open in a graveyard <laughs> as where, so many. Uh, there are two people doing the hibbity dibbity, and <laughs> I gotta be honest, she's doing yeah. all the work too. <laughs> she really yeah, was. She was. She was. I mean, he was obviously enjoying it as the oh babies, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh baby. It's great that you're going to spend 10 this minutes so on good. this opening. You know scene. what? It's important. This is important. <laughs> no, that it fact. is. <laughs> so they're doing it, and then she stabs him. She yeah. covers one boob. She does. Her favorite the boob, other Nate, boob, as Nate pointed out. <laughs> and stabs him. I don't know why I'm mimicking covering one of my own boobs while I stab him. It's yeah. very natural. Uh, it is. It is. So the funeral for the gentleman who was stabbed, uh, Tom. Tommy. Or Tom, yeah. yeah. And this is where we meet our main characters. We meet Jody, his friend, the ice cream man. Uh, Reggie, show him some respect for Christ's uh, sake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I remember anyone's name in this entire movie, it's oh Reggie. God, it's Reggie. Reggie. Reggie's fantastic. And uh, what, what's Mike? Michael. Mike yep. is the, is the younger child. Jesus, you just then, watched it. <laughs> Jody is the older brother. Jody, I said Jody already. Okay. So we, shut up, I hate the both of you. The whole beginning of the movie, Mike is following his older brother Jody, like everywhere. Like creepy level. Yeah, like every place he goes, he's creeping behind him. Uh, Mike goes to a psychic and, you know, he, he's obviously been there before, so they're talking again and he mentions that he's worried that Jody's going to leave. Well, the, well he, because Jody says he's going to leave. Yeah. yeah, the grandmother reassures him No, it's like he's not going to go He anywhere. says he's going to leave like four feet yeah. away from him while he's, yeah. under, he's, <laughs> he's working on the car the right next to him and he's like, yeah, I don't know, my little brother's kind of a jerk. I'm probably going to, you know, get into Ditch someone else's take yeah. off. Yeah, the kid's 13. He'll be fine. Yeah. He'll be so, fine. He, he follows him everywhere, follows him to a bar one night. Right. Dunes, which I I think there's a connection between Dune and Phantasm. I googled it. Oh. Yeah. We'll have to dig into it a little deeper. But guys, Fancy. Continue. 
So Jody is at the bar having at the bar having a beer. Sees a pretty lady, who they instantly let's, let's not call call her pretty. <laughs> yeah, she's a, <laughs> a mediocre. She's, she's an eighties horror pretty. She's an eighties horror pretty. She has on very colorful makeup that doesn't all go together. It's like green eyeshadow and bright pink lipstick. I think as far as eighties horror goes, she's pretty. Yeah. Well, it's no, it's no? it's fine because there's other information that has yet to come to light <laughs> that we will get true. to. You know, Nate, might, I think I'm gonna let you explain some of that. So, oh yeah, I you, forgot that continue. part. That it was revealed. No, it was revealed in the graveyard scene in the beginning right. that the 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 lady is the tall man is actually the tall man. But anyway, so Our boy Angus. not not unlike any of us would do when we meet somebody attractive in a bar for the first time. Take him to the graveyard. Take baby. him right to the graveyard yeah. to have sex. Like yeah, that's I mean, I know that's what I would do knowing I, both of I you. Mean, that's absolutely. how I that's what it's, we did the first time we met. <laughs> I laid my ass on Marissa and was like to the cemetery. <laughs> Drop trowel. Let us do this. Let us solidify and consummate our friendship. No, but Okay, but creepy little brother has yeah. followed them and is watching them. Oh yeah, way too happy about it. Mm-hmm. But then hears some noises, sees something, gets scared, runs, distracts the doing it. Nate, how does it feel to be live for one of these synopses? <laughs> what you probably just realized is that I cut out hours when I make her like four hours from now. You and I will be standing yeah. here nodding and smiling while Jackie's talking about the movie. And then when when the podcast comes out, it'll only be like a ten minute. So the podcast comes out, it's like there's, there's a man. A- he's got a shiny ball and it stabs people and makes them pee their pants. Yeah. The end. The, the end. end. Phantasm. <laughs> God, I'm sorry, continue. Well, no, this is the first time that Mike realizes that there are pretty much monsters, and they're out to get him, and his brother doesn't believe him, and some some events happen where... I love when you say some events happen. Because <laughs> you I'm don't remember to, that yada, part. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> you blah, 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 I'm death and destruction. Pare, yeah, trying to pare down my synops. Um... <laughs> Don't bear it down. We he, love it just the you way You can't it. yada, yada, yada this movie either, because if you do... Like, I know, there's so much. But if you do that, you'll be like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, it already doesn't make sense. So Mike decides to leave, lead a life of crime. Because when... In, in him following his brother around, he sees the tall man lift a casket all by himself. So he's, like, wigged out by it. So he goes back to... What is it? Morningside? Morningside. Morningside mm-hmm. is the funeral home, the cemetery, all that... And he kicks in the basement window and breaks yeah, like into a it. Um, so he's looking around, trying to find some stuff. You know, anything, what's going on, who is this guy? And then hears people, hides so in plain sight. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> he's in a room of coffins. Caskets. Caskets. And What's the difference between a coffin and a casket? I think they're synonyms. Are they? I think so. I'm gonna fucking. I was gonna say maybe. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking Google that. <laughs> maybe maybe a casket has like the lining Ready? and is all pretty, and a coffin. You the difference is the design. Coffins are tapered at the head and foot and are wide at the shoulders, uh, the whereas caskets are yep. Whereas a casket, yeah. Whereas a casket is rectangular and usually constructed of better quality timber and higher worksmanship. Okay, so they so, are indeed in caskets. They are indeed different. Yeah, and you know what? I'll take a coffin. I think. 
Please, if you wouldn't mind, you guys. I feel like it's yeah. more gangster. I, <laughs> I want the one that's more vampire-like. Yeah, me yeah, too, which coffee. would be a coffin. I also want a little cross window in mine. Oh, totally, yeah. Because that would be the Like one of them cool, And when like, we come and Gothic check coffins? to see if you've been kidnapped by the tall man, well, we yeah, can see it. We don't even have to open it. Which, for the record, I would do that for you, Nate. Oh, I just just after you. having hung out for oh, one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Jackie, maybe. <laughs> I, I think it's important that we don't skim over the fact that this kid has um, hidden a Rambo, John Rambo size hunting yeah. knife <laughs> in his sock. Yeah. No, for this whole adventure. My knife. He has a holster for it. Does he? Yes, he put it in a holster. What kind he, of kid is this? He, has the kind of kid holster. who's hunted and killed a cougar. Okay, that's the that's kind true. of kid. That's true. There was half a cougar sticking out of the wall in the living room. That's the kind of kid. A gangster. <laughs> that's, that was the craziest. Because they didn't stuff the whole thing. They yep. chopped it they in half. They chopped it in half. Because they shot it on like, the well, back you can't, end. You can't mount the whole thing on the wall. No, no, no. You put it in the corner. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Having like an action pose. Either that or just put the head on the wall. But it's like half a cougar no. like trying, like got stuck in your wall. All I know is it. I have a new goal in life and that is to have half an animal hanging out of one of my walls. <laughs> yeah. It might be the dog. It might be somebody. But <laughs> oh, I'm... <laughs> don't oh, tell her. Don't tell her. <laughs> she's, she's listening. <laughs> Um, all right, so okay, we're we're up to minute ten in the movie. Continue, Jaggy. <laughs> okay, we're back at. We're, right, so we're, at, we're right. at the thing and we've broken in. We've broken in, and he basically gets there's like a henchman, I guess that other guy was like it was never really established. No, like, that guy is, I guess, kind of a henchman of the tall man because he seemed to be. Do you want my Do you want my opinion on who this guy was? I do. I think he was a zombie. Because all of the other. I like that. Shorter ones are zombies, but they've gone to the other dimension already. Yeah, I don't think... Because okay. he was the guy from the beginning, right? I don't know. I don't know. Well, they all had 70s hair. I couldn't I tell them apart. Regardless, <laughs> while hard. Mike is walking around the mausoleum, this henchman catches him. And there's a bit of a struggle. And then here comes one of the iconic flying silver phantasm balls. But Mike the, gets wait, away. There's only one ball. I know, but it's iconic. No, there's the, more than one. There is? Yeah. yeah. They destroyed the ball, though. Yeah, but the, it's on the cover of every single yeah. one of these movies. If there's not another right, one of those I'll, things, yeah. I would be really surprised. <laughs> I also, while we're on the topic of henchmen, how does one procure henchmen? Because I can, I feel like we could really use a henchman. I would like, like Do one. we have to make a zombie first? I think and then... the easiest way, without getting into all the necromancy and such. <laughs> right, because who has time for that? Oh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Right. Um, yeah, I don't have that. Just get different. people that are easily led and dumber than you. Oh, that's usually that's how it works like from my experience. Half the people around us, like and, and I, you know what? Not to say that children are dumb. Oh, but they're not as would... smart as us. And I think we can have a child army. I think <laughs> I think my children would definitely be your henchmen, not mine. They don't listen to what I say. But, they're mine. but you, they'd listen to. <laughs> Yeah, no, hundred percent. Now we've got our henchmen. good. We've got our now they're short, so we can get them the robes. They'll look just there like the little yes. yes, we're yes. done. All right, done. moving on. So okay, so the struggle ensues. Here comes the phantasm ball. Right, Mike. Does that thing have a name? No. Um, uh, probably. I'm yeah, it's probably it. something. Um, and then so Mike gets away, and the henchman gets it, and we see what happens for the first time with the silver ball, and you pee yourself. Is what happens. I mean, yes, While granted, it drills into your head and blood spurts out of the little spout in the back. And it's gruesome. But the most important part is you fall down and you pee yourself. Apparently, it's called a sentinel sphere. 
That makes That's sense. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, you can I'll get a Christmas that. ornament of one if you're interested. Yes. Oh, yeah, is we did see that. It's a gift that keeps on giving <laughs> all year round. <laughs> so he, Mike gets away from the first henchman, but now the tall man is chasing after him. Mike gets into a room, slams the door right before the henchman, or no, right before the tall man can grab him, but his little phalanges are caught in the door. <laughs> so Mike, with his gigantic knife, chops off the fingers. And uh, leaves the knife though. He does leave the knife. The Velveeta cheese spews out of yeah. the tall man. Yeah. And it's a cautionary tale about healthy eating. <laughs> yeah. really. And and he yeah. does what anybody would do. He leaves the knife and takes the finger. I I mean I get you know what, but in retros in retrospect yeah that's the right word. Yeah. He uses the finger to prove to his older brother that he wasn't lying. And something weird is going down because now Jody believes him that you know shit's going crazy. Um, yeah, which is important yeah. to the plot. Yeah, and that's when now he's got an arm. He's got his own team of it's Mike, it's his brother Jody, and, and of what course, a ragtag team! And of course, uh, our favorite hero Reggie. 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 And his ice cream truck. The ice cream man yeah. is is coming to help Master us. Master of the acoustic guitar. Yes, we did. You failed to mention. You didn't the, mention that at all. The, music, that's the most important scene the, in the movie. The musical <laughs> interlude. <laughs> Which comes back later, strangely it enough. Like, it becomes relevant. Because my theory is that... My theory is that the, the, the machine is just one big giant pitchfork. They just yeah. have to play. Because remember how play, when right? they were playing guitar and he has the tuning fork and quiets right. it by touching it? Mm-hmm. When they're in that room, he that's how he like to, kind of makes everything go wonky. And I think that's when everything shifts upside down. Yeah, because he puts... That's I'm yeah, totally pulling this out of I my butt, by the way. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Like... <sighs> Because it's the only way that the music scene It was still makes really awkward because it's like two minutes of them playing. You some say awkward. I say fan of every 80s girl's well, fantasy come true. The scene starts and Jody is sitting on the front porch mm-hmm. of his house. With his, with with his, his clown hat. And like a brown bowler, like he fell out of a clockwork arm. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't fit him. Properly. It's really weird. It looks awful. And he's jamming out there with his electric guitar, and Reggie in the ice cream truck just pulls up. This scene is after, like, so much, like, weird violence and nudity and stuff. And all of a sudden, it's just a scene with someone just playing a guitar on a porch. Mm-hmm. And Reggie pulls up with his acoustic. Yeah, he's like, yo, let me get in on this. It's always a good time yeah. for a jam. Always a good time for a jam. He falls right in line. People are dying left and right. Let's yeah. jam. They play music for, like, two and a half minutes of that movie. They do. And then never again. And, <laughs> and mediocre never music again. at that. Yeah. But, no, they had to set up that... Tuning that 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 tuning fork scene because yeah he he we're okay Reggie's let, a man of many trades. <laughs> let's just say that now that all three of yeah, them are on board, we can't get to our theories yet. Yeah. Now that all three of them are on board, they decide they have to stop the tall man. Wait, you forgot to mention that the finger evolves into a hairy red-eyed spider. Oh, yes. Yes. When when they decide we're going to the sheriff and we're gonna get the law involved. Right. By got, the way, we got a wig, wiggly finger in a box, and we're yeah. gonna show them and be like, "Yeah, disprove that." Yeah, we and broke in and stole and chopped yeah. off this guy's finger, so come arrest them. Look, it's still moving, and it's yeah. got Velveeta cheese all over it. It's That's it. That ain't natural. That, <laughs> that ain't, ain't right. natural. So he goes to get the How finger. How come they uh, like give up on the idea of going to the authorities? I wonder why they quit on that so easily. I don't know. Well, because it turned into a big hairy spider fly. <laughs> yeah, they, they, and they, then they, they had to dispose of it. They put it in the garbage disposal. Yeah, because so. it was attacking everybody. So they destroyed their sure. own evidence. And if there's one thing I've learned from watching so many early, late, nine, late 1970s, early 80s movies is the sheriff never believes you. 
Yeah, it's true. Never. Yeah, like he's so they douche. they destroy their own evidence, <laughs> so they have nothing to go for. But they had to. It was attacking them. It was. It was attacking them. So I could have figured out a better way. Not I think Diddy threw the jean jacket, but come on, it was in a box before with Man. like a paper clip holding it shut. I mean, it was just a hairy spider. Oh, fly. I would have, I would have <laughs> hit the the road and gone so far out of that town. Like tall man's not gonna follow it me. He's like... committed to his location. <laughs> They're already planning on leaving. And an established mm-hmm. residence. I'm out. Like, Tats, if I'm Michael and Jody, Tats I'm, problems I'm alone, so out. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, with, with all three of them now on board, right. they they have to take him take down. Take on the, the You know, tournament. so yeah, they, they go through a few... And it's odd, because I feel like they have a plan, and they're going to execute they it. fuck it up every time. And they, yeah, and it's like, they had like five plans, and they're all... They're having to execute plan A, and then plan B, and then plan C... <laughs> And it's like when when what's the end game here? My my biggest gripe too is that they are the ones who are the aggressors. Like mm-hmm. the tall man doesn't really come at them until they go at him multiple times. Yeah. Like in most horror movies, you're like, all right, well, th- this guy's coming after me. I have to deal with this. They go after him. Agreed. Like two or three times before finally, like he starts tracking them too. So it's like I almost like. Well, in their defense, not that they have this at knowledge. The bar. The tall man is turning into a blonde woman and murdering people. So he well, can maybe have you shouldn't bottles. pick up blondes at bars and go bang them in cemeteries. It doesn't mean you should be murdered. For maybe it. that's yeah. the, the moral. Maybe. That's the moral of the movie, guys. Like, don't pick up blondes <laughs> and have sex with them in graveyards. That's actually a really that good is call. The they shouldn't get murdered for it. You walk away right. from this movie if you take nothing else from this movie. Please and, take that. You know, and if you I, are gonna pick up a blonde at a bar, she should be a little hotter than that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love mean, that. she was secretly an old man, though, so... So That's when you true. put it in that lens, you're right. She was pretty hot. Yeah. You're right. You don't deserve to die for that. No. Well, at least you got to have sex first. That's with, an true. Old, with an old man. That's true. <laughs> no, that was my... No, did they actually... They just... Did he get to, like, second or third, or did he get all the way home in that graveyard? I'm just curious. He looked pretty satisfied. Oh. I mean, those yeah. panties he in, his satisfied. Panties in his mouth. He looked yeah. way too satisfied. Well, oh, you're talking about... Jody now? Yeah, not yet. No, we know that Tommy in the beginning. Although I would dispute that because it seemed like they were mostly clothed that entire time. And also the the angle from the side was just the woman laying on top of the man. And you could the see logistics that she still had off. her yeah. bottoms on. So yeah. I don't know. She's also the tall man. So maybe magically it happens. I wonder Ooh. if this also brings up issues Extended of sexuality regarding... Regarding extraterrestrial, other-dimensional creatures. For another time. <laughs> <laughs> this is supposed to be a, a quickie. This is supposed to be Yeah, a, let's start getting into it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. We're well, still you know, on we're synopsis. Still synopsis. Is, we're not even halfway not through the film. I finished the movie yet. <laughs> this is our life, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> this is reality for you both now. And you need to finish. <laughs> okay, continue. Focus. Come I on. I think where we're at at this point is the three of them go after the tall man. Yes. And hilarity ensues. Sure. As, yeah. yeah. Um, so long story short, like a bunch they, of midgets and Yeah, they, they, they find out that, you know, when you get killed, you end up getting turned into a dwarf. They call them dwarves Other well, in the movie. I think, that, I think that what's happening is some of them are being reanimated and then they are transporting the rest of the dead bodies that are being used for food on this other planet. So that's a whole other planet? 
that they or dimension or something. Yeah. It was a different planet because the gravity was different there. Yeah. Oh, that, I think they even used the word planet. Mm-hmm. Oh, because Reggie's the expert. If, if any, well, <laughs> Reggie kind of has firsthand experience because it seemed like he got. It seemed at one point that Reggie died and was killed by them because we found right. the overturned ice cream truck. Right, he was. And we and, but, thought that that Reggie was a goner, but lo and now oh, does he, came he back. come back after what's his face goes into that room? That's when Reggie reappears, right? Which room? The room where the, the portal the, room. The portal room. Yeah. No, he, no, right he's before they them. open it. He's with them. He's like with they them. go to open it, and we have kind of sense. like a mini jump scare because it's like, hey, and it was Reggie right there behind them the whole hmm. time. I would trust Reggie though on 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 space though because he probably trips harder than any of the other <laughs> guys. I mean, did you see his ponytail? Slash oh bald head? god, yeah, he's from another dimension. He is. Yeah. I'm sure that he's reached Mars at least. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. All right, we can't get to our theories because we're still synopsizing. We're still synopsizing. I have so many theories, though. <laughs> so Come on, wrap it up. Wrap, okay, wrapping it up. We're way, we're way over 25 minutes and we're still on the synopsis. We're still on the synopsis. They blow up the, the funeral home. Yeah. See, I don't think that's what happens. Well, that's what it looks like. It's I think it's like, yeah, I thought it was kind of being like glitched. sucked in back yes. to the dimension that's where... That's how I read it, too. ...they were being led from. Okay. But me, I mean, and f- okay, and it seems that knows? Reggie has been stabbed and Reggie is dead. Jody and Mike find each other. Oh, and they ditch him. Yeah, oh. he's dead. Leave him. Leave him. He's, he's gone. Yeah. He's a goner. Reggie oh. is the best, and you just leave and him there. He only got stabbed in the gut like a little bit when you yeah, you pulled the knife out. It's only like an inch into his. He like, he yeah. literally is like, wait, guys, wait. Oh, no, geez. Oh, like, that kind of hurt a little so bit. So you think it stitches? Yeah. You think <laughs> that they escape, and then it turns out to be. It turns out to be a dream. Well, yes. Well, okay. Not quite yet. Yeah, you forgot Not the whole yet. scene you, s- you skipped. I'm well, trying to move it along. I'm being yelled at to move it along. There's, there's so and many, then criticized for leaving things out. There's so many crazy things that happen in this movie, yeah. and most of them do not make sense. So it's, it's not really yeah, linear. There's the whole scene. It's not to be linear. fair, this movie is a fucking circus show, and <laughs> there's is. no way you what can explain it. What happened between them escaping... They hatched a plan to kill the tall man because he was still alive. At oh, the that's end, right. They got to take Reggie. him to the. They're leading him to the mines. So, like, right. Because there's a pit that he could fall down and. That I guess they out. put a tarp Let's over. Let's just go up the mountain to the open mine shaft that's covered up by a tarp, and he can jump in there, and then we'll be. That's right. Him. They they Makes lure sense. him to the mines where the tall man falls down a thousand foot shaft, and then Jody from above pushes boulders to cover sure. the hole. Right. Good plan. Yeah, absolutely. Was that I plan mean, H? It must be. <laughs> seriously, it's it's no, honestly, like to try to sit here and think, well, what what cockamamie scheme happened first? It's is hard to because there really it's yeah. not a very linear constructed so plot. And it wraps up with it was all a dream. Right. The parents so were Michael dead. Michael wakes up, it turns out Yeah, it turns out the parents were dead. Jody died in a car crash, and it's actually Michael living or Mike living with Reggie, because Reggie's taking care of him now. Right. And it was like, but then, yeah. So he's like, "Hey, he's man, like, it's all a dream. It's, it's all, all a dream. Good. You know You're, what? You know, well, not really all good, yeah. but they're dead. No, but there's like, no you know crazy what? If this other is dimension. Crazy. Let's hit the they road cry. for a couple weeks. They, yeah. they share like a tender moment. That's a little, little weird. A little, a little weird. weird. Yeah, a little weird. bit. It's a little but weird. But you know what? Well, every time I didn't Reggie's mind it. A little weird. Like, yeah, like, you Reggie's know a weird guy. I'll say, I, here's the thing. I didn't mind that because, like, obviously, Reggie was like Jody's like BFF. 
and yeah, they jammed together they all did. the time. They did. So like, I didn't mind that like they both got upset. They were reminiscing about Jody. Jody is dead apparently. So he's like, hey, let's take a road trip. Let's clear our heads. Go grab your stuff. So Mike runs upstairs to grab his bag. Uh, is you know passes by a mirror where he doesn't look into it right away, and we see the reflection of the tall man. Mm-hmm. But then Mike sees it. Turns around and hands break through the mirror. Not just any hands. Sasquatch hands. Sasquatch hands. <laughs> Squatch <laughs> hands come through. Right. Drag Mike into in. the mirror. Fade to black. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> End credits. Fade to black. So let's start with theories. My first theory. My first question is what the fuck is happening in this movie? <laughs> Wait, to quote Mike from the beginning. What. First, first of all, that kid, that kid is a oh. little fucking creeper. He is. He needs a hobby. So he is. Creepy. Listen, he needs to like start getting into competitive Donkey Kong or something <laughs> because because it was a mess. Like he didn't do anything. He like went around just like little shit. roamed the streets. Like tried to like he just picking for change so he could buy another lollipop. What a delinquent. That's that's how serial killers start, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's just, Fucking watching people, watching, watching people the make... funeral director as he tries to get like some cool refreshment from the ice cream truck yeah. nearby. <laughs> but seriously, he's I a criminal. <laughs> like he is breaking into places. And like he's he a has lawyer. A, okay, he's he has voyeuristic. a suspicion. So I, if I have a suspicion about someone, I'm not going to break into their house. Also, he kicks a window and then looks around to see if anybody's there. I oh, love he's that. a shitty criminal <laughs> at best. <laughs> And you know what? I love like the idea that every little again, Nate. I'm sorry. This is a, a girly, a girly podcast, so I say stuff like this sometimes. But I love the like symbolism that every 13 year old boy at some point is voyeuristic in nature. Is that something I I can say? I'm a girl, so I don't know. I'm trying to remember. I probably was a little bit. Yeah, I definitely was when I was 13. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody is. Yeah. Th- I think girls too. I don't even I say I want to say it. Like, I think yeah. I think it's one of the things that this movie does well is the fever dream of age 12, 13. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, Absolutely. like, it's such a, like, little boy's fan. Like, it's such a perfect movie for a 13-year-old boy when you mm-hmm. think about it. You get to see boobs, violence, somebody soils themselves. Yeah. You're the hero. Yeah, the he's supposed to be that young. Yeah, he's 13, I thought. Why is he driving 14. that car? He was why, 14. Why is he driving that car? Because he's a delinquent. Delinquents do things so like again, drive cars when they shouldn't. Another check in the criminal history. He's now driving <laughs> illegally. Listen. Unless that, no. Their parents died, okay? Right. He's, got, he's, he's a 14-year-old. He's working through some stuff. That's fair. And meanwhile, he's, he's seeing all sorts of weird stuff going on, and, and it's all just compounding. He just needs a social worker and some help. <laughs> Someone could a good Mike counselor. Because his brother is just going along with it. He's like, yeah, sure. I see that finger moving. Like, no, you don't. Don't lie. Don't yeah. lie, Jody. You didn't see anything in that box. There's nothing in there. Oh, <laughs> shit. There you go. I see. I don't even know how much of that movie is real. Yeah. Because of the fake outs. And, you know, this character said, no, wait, it was actually this other character. Right, it turns and out this whole time. It's, it's, and yet it's still, and even the very end is ambiguous. It is. It's very amb- ambiguous. And it's just, I don't know. I don't know what is true and what is not <laughs> yeah. true Like if there, phantasm. There's so many points that you can go, oh, I'm going to pinpoint that point. That's where it switches. Mm-hmm. You know, like when, when <clears throat> Reggie's ice cream truck is flipped... You know, that's the moment where, you know, Mike gets pulled out of the back of the other car or kicked out of the back of the other car and hits the ground. Maybe that's the point 
where things went wonky. Maybe that was a car accident that they were See, referring to. Like, or yeah. was it the point where the house they, we thought was imploding yeah, and was, was changing colors? Or right. was it the point when Reggie put his, put his hands, hands on, on the there thing? Like a pitch, because like a you thing. saw the tall man as the woman behind right. Jody about to stab. Mm-hmm. When Reggie puts his hands on their big tuna right. fork, she's like, <gasps> that definitely and that was with yeah. the whole. Like, so, but you have no idea if it was the whole movie. That or was just in his that head, moment, right? or if it or if it was any of those moments, like yeah. really, there's no. Or if him putting his hands on there completely rewrites the the reality. Yeah. You know, there really. I is... really wish that I remembered how the next movie. Began. I know. Me too. I All wonder I... if we can look it up. Hmm. All I remember is that. I remember I Reggie. I believe it's another fake out. So and that's Reggie three. gets laid. That's three. <laughs> And Reggie gets laid. Those are the only takeaways for me, personally. But now, I, I haven't seen the second one. Now, Nate, you had said the second one explains more of the first one. It would have to, wouldn't it? Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look. Oh I'm just gonna like read a. Uh, I'm so intrigued quick... by Phantasm now. I know, me too. Because there's, they don't answer. All right, any you questions. ready? So just picking a bunch up of weird stuff. Happens. Do you guys care if I read this? No, just yeah, for yeah. us. This Go is pl- this plot too. Picking up where the first film left off, the tall man and his minions attempt to kidnap Mike. But Reggie manages to save him by blowing up the house. Six years later, the film introduces Liz Reynolds, a young woman whose psychic bond to Mike and the tall man manifests in the form of prophetic nightmares. Liz, Liz pleads with Mike to find her as she fears that when her grandfather dies, the tall man will take him. Mike, who has been institutionalized since the events of the first film, oh, wow. fakes his recovery to make contact with Liz. When Mike returns to Morningside Cemetery to exhume the bodies of his parents, Reggie interrupts him and explains that the earlier attack never took place. However, Mike reveals this is not going to help us. This is only going to confuse us more. Mike reveals the coffins are empty and urges Reggie to help him hunt down the tall man. En route to Reggie's house, Mike has a premonition and frantically tries to warn Reggie seconds before an explosion kills Reggie's entire family. Convinced by Mike's futile warnings, Reggie agrees to accompany Mike. And it just none of it just gets that twelve times more convoluted. There's oh like ten God. more paragraphs. Oh. Are you serious? Yeah. So it's just more of the same. More convoluted crapola. <laughs> now here's what what blows my mind though is that this film is like so cheesy and ridiculous, and yet these layers like I can't tell if these layers of ambiguity make it as legendary as it is, or if it's just a fucking. Like, you know what I mean? Like, is this just a shitty movie that they got lucky because there's a couple iconic scenes? Or is no, this good? I feel like good? I feel like this is someone that made this movie who is not technically competent at making movies, <laughs> but is very passionate. Okay. And has all these wild ideas, but doesn't know how to rein them in and connect them and yeah. make them play out in a way that a normal human being could understand. I feel like, though... Also, I'm pretty sure the director of this Don movie is, is Libyan. Um, I don't know what effect that would have on storytelling in, in, in an English movie. I mean, he's though. got a pretty decent list of horror movies that he's made, but none of them are... I gotta say, though, I, They're I kind all of... kind of, like, off-kilter. I have to know? agree with something that Marissa said about just kind of getting lucky, the right place, the right time, because, yeah, the movie isn't... I mean, the movie's okay... But having that villain, I mean, the yeah, tall the man tall has man become iconic. Fantastic. I used to have this compilation of, like, I forget what it's called. But basically, it was <clears throat> scenes from horror movies with their iconic killers. And that scene in the movie where the tall man is chasing Mike around the mausoleum is yeah. one of the scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, he's at least reached... The tall man has reached that oh, level. Oh, totally. Maybe not of Michael Myers and Freddy. But up there. But he's up there with 
with iconic, mm-hmm. you know, and the villains him and his in the horror mm-hmm. movies. This movie yeah. was probably very cheap to make. Yeah. And made a good profit because there's four of them and there's no way that, that would happen. And a new one coming money. out soon, I believe. Uh, I think it might actually be out already. Oh man, we missed that one, huh? We're gonna be busy. Last year, well, there's stuff happening last year, so. Well, uh, Angus Scrim died last year too, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he did. Did he make that? Is that last I film with that, him? I don't know. It should be. They can't right? make that. They I, can't make a movie without him. I can't. Well, they had to have made it before the year before, at least. Yeah. Cast. So he also yeah, wrote. So, okay. So that's probably the last thing he ever did. That's yeah. Good. So Cusarelli writes and directs this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like it's not like um like a big studio, like, right? Lots of hands in this movie. This yeah. was this guy's movie, through now, and through. Yeah, he probably needed some more hands in it, but <laughs> but that's the thing. I think that you know when when you're an auteur and you do so many different aspects of a film, it makes it into a stronger film. Whether it's you know right. good for, or for not, better or is for still worse, yeah, up for debate. But I think that. You know, whatever ideas you're putting forth are going to be much more vivid and much more well done. Honestly, yeah, he did. He did this movie all on his own for three hundred thousand dollars. So when you, I mean, when you think about it, no, for what it was, I mean, I have to say, I liked it. Again, I haven't seen this movie in probably fifteen years, Mm -hmm. and rewatching it again, yeah, I like it. I would, I would add this to the collection. This one was a decent movie. I didn't. I mean, it's got some funny parts. It's a little ridiculous. It's kind of. Not it's not hard to follow. They just don't explain anything ever. Yeah, like everything and just unapologetic happens. about well, it. Yeah, which everything I love. just happens, and you have to accept that this is what's going to happen in Phantasm. They do explain that there's more gravity on that other planet. <laughs> That's right. We got that. We That's the that. one thing they explain. Yes. Yeah, because we and even like those canisters behind them, mm-hmm. like I I took that to be where they stored their little orbs. Yeah, but like it's just the whole thing. So the bodies were used as food. I believe so. For whom? I don't know. It didn't seem like there was anyone there. Yeah. No, like, just, obviously, just like, them. they explain that the, the dwarves are the slaves. Right. And, you know, they do the tall man's bidding, and, you know, there's some in our world, and there's some in on the other planet, you know, kind of trafficking the barrels in. But hey Guys, what if this is just all, like, crazy symbolism that's going over our head because it's relating to a different country? That's... That very could, real possibility. Could very well be. You know? Where was this Maybe film? this movie's really easy to follow if you're from Libya. And you're like, is oh, he definitely man. Libyan? Yeah. Well, I still think it's an elaborate metaphor for teenagerdom. <laughs> <laughs> Why this film still has fans? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Because <laughs> we've got nothing better to do. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's like what else should we be talking about? I don't know. This movie's crazy. I think yeah. you just have to kind of focus just, in on the crazy parts. I mean, it yeah, because there's really, I mean, what we only get two. Well, in theory, we only get two kills in the movie because yeah. we have Tommy in the beginning, and then the henchman gets uh, with the senten- sentinel sphere, mm-hmm. and. That's that's really it. I mean, when the dwarf dies in the car accident, it's actually Tommy. It's Tommy in the dwarf figure. So yeah, like there's really only the two, the two kill scenes that we see. I mean, obviously they're saying other people are dead. Yeah, well, there's the yeah, Tommy in the beginning, and then the and the then, henchman. Yeah. That's really it. So there's yeah. kill scenes that yeah. That's the only really... and really that's the only gore of the movie. Yeah, which yeah. is interesting. 
This is really, yeah, it's not so much... But when you think about it being a low-budget independent right. film, it makes sense. I mean, they're kind of, like, all of their, their horror and their scares coming from the cat and mouse chase, because mm-hmm. what I do, I can say, I love that the tall man doesn't walk after Mike when Mike is running away. He actually runes oh, after him. Yeah, that's Un- true. Unlike other, that. unlike other bad guys that slowly <laughs> yeah, walk he works, he and, and per- wait for yeah. Big Boobs McGee to fall down. Um, he actually runs yeah. after Mike, which I appreciate. I appreciate yep. that in, in my bad guy, that there, you actually run after him. So I like that one. I also um, think that this movie is very pro-guns. Because oh Michael God, and Jody have about 15 guns in their home, and they're all just readily accessible. Yeah, yeah. yeah like there's no lock oh on my those God. puppies. The, at the, the when when Mike is locked in his room via a oh, screwdriver, yes. he takes a shotgun, shotgun shell, shot. tapes a thumbtack miss- to the top, and then tape or no pushes a thumbtack. Can we mythbusters that? Ridiculously over elaborate. Can we? Can we? Like he do that. his way. Like, can Ow. we Mythbust? But I want to do a Facebook video, Jersey Ghouls Mythbusters, Volume One. We take a shotgun shell, attach it to a hammer, and slam it against something and see Somebody what happens. Somebody will die. I was gonna say, do Somebody we have die. time for me to go to urgent care? Because it'll be me. <laughs> it it will be me that goes. I won't because even be the one that swings I the hammer. Don't I will the one. I'll be the one that for gets a hurt. Second, Dude, I cut just... myself on snow the other day. I have no. on snow. I did. Is this that even right here. I was wiping my car off the next morning. I ran my hand over like a little patch of snow when I was brushing my car off and it cut me. And it wasn't even like it was ice. It was just snow and I cut myself on snow. And wow. I also hurt myself with an Oreo. So I... So we shouldn't play with We shouldn't, we shouldn't do this. Because like I said, me. I will be in the house behind safety glass. I will hurt myself. <laughs> And have to go to urgent care. I just, I'm curious as to how that would actually end in real life. I think somebody would definitely get blown up. Isn't that like legit, like, isn't that not how bullets work? It's not just, I thought there has to be some I sort of. I don't know why you're asking me how guns work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I don't actually, know why we both turned to you. Like, like, never even held a gun in my entire life. No, wait, no, I wait, did, but it was a Wait, no, no, Google this. Because don't you need a spark, doesn't there? It's not just about the. I don't think it's just about the pressure. I thought you need some sort of combustion. Like a flint. Or is that just to propel it? No clue. Okay. I feel, I feel, I don't know if like, if you took a This is why a we bullet, need Matt. I know. He, this would be like a Matt. Like if would, you took like, a bullet and, and smacked it with a hammer, would it explode? Or do you need that propellant to explode the bullet? Or is but that just. the friction from the impact be enough to spark it? I don't know. Let's, uh, I don't, get a hammer. Or, or, Let's get a hammer. Or, 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 or is the whole entire like ignition of the bullet just to propel it out of the gun itself? I can't even begin I don't to know. pretend that I know the answer to that. But we are going to look know, into it. If you know, please write comment. Us. Please comment down below if you and know how listen, guns work. Listen, do not try this at home. Oh, please And don't. say the Jersey Ghoul said you. Please, yeah, no. We, we're gonna get, yeah, do not, do not tie a, do not tape a shotgun shell to a hammer. No. And... Try to hit anybody with it. Don't do that. Yeah, because I feel like that will not end well. How do you lock a door with a screwdriver? Well, I kind of... I I was trying to think about... I kind of understand the mechanics of it, but I don't think it would work from that side since the door was pulling in. It would have just pulled past the screwdriver. But if it pushed out, I feel like that extra pressure might make it harder to open. And it might wedge it. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, like, I don't even know if that's exactly what he was trying to do. Maybe he was... Maybe 70s doors are different. Maybe. You can just show us. I, I, I bet just some of my doors are from the 70s. Make on that alternate timeline, screwdrivers have super strength. In an alternate dimension. They have super strength that can lock oh, doors. That's funny. Oh. 
All so right. what what are your uh, Nate? Let's let's turn to you. Your final thoughts on on Phantasm, <laughs> and would you recommend seeing seeing more of them? Phantasm, I personally do want to see more, but I haven't been able to get through any of the other ones <laughs> without passing out because they're just absolutely bonkers as far as. So it's it's more of the more of the same as far as oh yeah. Just, kooky things happening without really any sort of direction. And... From what I can gather. I, I hope and pray that there's some <laughs> kind of binding element that makes everything make sense at some point and clears up some questions, but I don't hold out hope. Okay. That's fair. That much. Yeah. I just what want about you, to Jackie? be. Um, I enjoyed this one. I I will definitely be giving number two a try. Okay. I, I, can't, I can't say that I'll be successful, but I will, I will absolutely give number two a try, especially knowing that that Reggie is out there in number four. Um, yeah, Reggie. I like, mean, yeah. yeah I like, see if Reggie. I have to do it for Reggie, I'm gonna do it. But for if Reggie. Reggie is the hero of this whole thing, the unlikely hero. <laughs> I just don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings. Um, yeah. I feel good about it. He's got ice cream. Yeah. A guitar. A sweet tuning fork. Yeah. And and a, and, a and an awesome tail. leather vest. Oh, Black leather oh, yeah. vest. Yeah, and uh, an assorted collection of bow ties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I all mean, different colors. He's he's up there with Bill Nye as far as <laughs> whoa, bow tie whoa, jibs. Whoa. That's. Uh, I think we're getting a little a little hasty I there. I think I think Bill Nye got his fashion sense from Fantastic. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Nye would try this. Kind of thing. He would. Um, well, he would do it safely and not have to go to urgent care. <laughs> <laughs> he would. He would know the science of it. He would. Let's get Bill Nye on the phone. Yeah. Bill, how? Who's got how? Bill Nye's phone number? <laughs> how do bullets work, Bill Nye? <laughs> You're the science guy. I gotta say, I've gone 30 years since the original, and I think I could go another 30. Like, as much as I had a good time with it, mm-hmm. I just, it, it's so just freaking nonsensical. It is yeah. nonsense. Yeah. It is. And like, while I, I like it for what it is, and like, to me, it's it's part of the horror canon, like, I think it's in our bracket, you yeah. know, we, we show it the respect it deserves, but it's just, it's yeah, fucking now, I, I feel like, I agree that I'm not going down that rabbit it's, hole. It's better watched with friends that, you know, you don't mind talking goofing around yeah because yeah. we did we goofed we, <clears throat> we mystery science theater this movie this we is not around. a serious horror movie by yeah. any stretch no, of the imagination by right. not at all but no. i think we made it work um so you want to do rap sure okay so tune in next time you guys because we are going to start bringing you the bracket which we are so beyond excited to do we have Yay. nate and joe and jackie duking it out over the best horror movies of all time and you've got me playing the hostess with the mostess. <laughs> you guys can find us on social media. Just search Jersey Ghouls. We are on Twitter. We are on YouTube. We are on Facebook. You can find all that plus our podcast on jerseyghouls.com. Our podcast is also available on iTunes. So give it a listen. If you like what you hear, give us five stars. Give us that like, comment, subscribe. Anything you can do to get the word out there about Jersey Ghouls, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. And if you have anything you want to hear us cover or talk about, anything you think we need to know, please, please get in touch with us. We'd love your recommendations for what we should cover on the show. Absolutely. And Nate, thanks for coming out. Thank you so much for joining us for the podcast. Cool. All right. Peace out. Bye. Bye.
You're listening to the Geekscape Network.